from the Black Swan Media Studios, deep inside a secret underground bunker. We're speaking to freedom-loving patriots from all around the country and the world. Welcome to the resistance. This is John Crump, live. And we are back with another episode of John Crump Live. It is a new week since we were off yesterday. And Rich will not be here today, but instead of Rich, I have someone else that's going to be joining me. But before we get into that, you can always support the channel by going to johncrump.locals.com. And we are on the Firearms Radio Network. Yes, so you'll be able to hear the replay of this on the Firearms Radio Network as soon as the show is over. Okay, we are brought to you by black swan tactical black swan tactical is our t-shirt shop and we should be rolling that any minute now there we go black swan tactical your number one source for 2a streetwear with shirts mugs hats patches flags and more there's always something to help you rep the 2a community all proceeds go back into our projects viewers and listeners can take an additional 10 percent off with code crumpy unapologetically pro-gun pro-liberty and pro-freedom gear for the front lines of the culture war And if you're looking to do a build, if you're going to build a P80 or whatever, you can always go to 1776 Supply Company. That is 1776 Supply Company, where you can pick up all your P80 and builder's needs. All right, let me introduce to you my co-host of the day. He is not Flying Rich. He is actually the Rogue Banshee. And I'm much better looking than Rich with just a little bit more hair yes you do have you definitely have more hair which is freaking awesome because i i i need people with more hair how are you doing jason i'm doing good john how about you it's been a while since i've been on yeah i know it's been a while since you've been on and now you're a co-host wow i know i know well yeah i just i i had to go you know like kick rich in the knees so that way he's not feeling good so i could just take his place for a couple of days yeah rich is on an airplane right now he's not flying though so don't worry about him crashing he's uh actually on a commercial air flight and let me bring I, go ahead i was about to say everybody driving on the road is safe rich is not flying good that, that that's also true <laughs> and we are also joined by invader zip himself What's going on? Thanks for having me, Crump. Uh, not my. I mean, not. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> so no problem, man. I've been wanting to have on. I've been wanting to have you on for a while because you're doing some really cool designs. Thank you. Yeah. Well, design singular, but yeah. Design. Thank the, you. Uh, but you're working on a couple more, I right hear. Yeah. Yeah. I got some stuff in the works. I was actually almost forgot about the stream. I was on cat right now, and I was like, "Oh fuck, let me hop on." Yeah. Uh, so you've done the arc, right? Yes. How did you come up with that design? Um, I was talking with someone that goes by the name of Trophy Trout. Uh, I wanted to kind of contribute to the community. I was in it for a little while, a few months, and we just started kind of brainstorming, and I realized that like the AR9 platform has been overlooked, and there's nothing preventing us from fully printing AR9's pistol caliber. It's been done before, just not AR. So, uh, I don't know, it was just something that's, like, right in your face that nobody noticed, and I uh, jumped on it. Yeah, uh, but the design of the arc, it looks kind of like a space gun. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm like, really into, you know, futuristic looks and space itself and everything. So I actually kind of took, like, Halo into perspective when I designed the gun. Yep. That's, what I, that's um, what I've noticed. It looks like a Halo gun. Oh, yeah. Even yeah, so. even in even in the intro video, you have the Halo music. Going. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, originally it was going to be called the Arc, and it was ARC, and the C was for Cortana from Halo. Um, and then on the other side of the gun, I wrote Covenant, and then I learned about the Arc of the Covenant, which I didn't know about at the time. 
And then I changed it to ARK. It was more applicable and uh, with the rods and everything going through it. It was kind of weird that that happened that way. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a Halo reference. Yeah, I kind of noticed that. Uh, and talk about the sequel to it that you have coming out. So the, I guess this would be the third release when it is done. Uh, it's going to be the ARC 2.0. So it's an attempt to recreate the ARC in rifle calibers. Um, we have currently have two beta testers that have already shot it. Uh, we're failing at about 150 rounds. So trying to work that out. I mean, it'll... It'll go longer if you kind of take it easy, but we're trying to melt it down and see, you know, like push the limit. Well, how many rounds could you put through the arc before it fails? The 1.0 or the 2.0? The 1.0. Oh, I've mag dumped like 500, and it, I mean, I haven't taken it apart yet, but it's still good. Nice. So you've mag dumped 500. How about the 2.0? You're at 150. What's your goal? 150 mag dump. Uh, my goal is 400 mag dump. So as fast as you can, just reloading. Uh, obviously, no FRT or full auto, just you know semi-auto. But if we hit that 400 mark, then I think it's safe to release. As you know, I mean, it's plastic; it's not gonna last forever. But I think 400 is a good mark. Well, are you printing it in PLA or using yeah. any nylon or? So currently, the 150 mark was strictly PLA plus. Is there any plans to print it in nylon or? Uh, yeah, Anything? so one of the alpha testers, I'm waiting on him to shoot, I think, this upcoming weekend. Uh, his name's Kron. So he has an entire R2.0 printed in nylon. Yeah. And that's going to give a lot of answers as to if nylon is the answer for surpassing that 150 rounds. Because I kind of know where it's failing, so it won't need to be a full nylon build. But, um, you know, a little bit of nylon here and there might get it further. Yeah, Kron might be out. Kron watches the show from time to time, and he's been on the show a lot. Yeah, he might be watching. I don't know. Yeah, good guy. Well, shout out to Chrome. Yeah, so that's that's really cool. So the two point you said it's going to be a rifle caliber, any specific caliber. So your AR fifteen platform, whatever you can fit, whatever you can shoot, it's compatible. Except I don't think I've made it a large enough ejection port for four fifty eight so far. Okay, that was uh, my next question. I had a feeling. <laughs> uh, I love four fifty eight so calm. Yeah, so that's all it would be is just a larger ejection port, but all the internals are the same. That that That's really, really that's cool. cool. How'd you get into 3D printing? Yeah. Um, I actually bought a 3D printer to try to start up my own like Etsy store like all the soccer moms are doing, uh, you know, print bullshit and sell it. And I came across a video of someone printing a clock, and um, it's like a time lapse, so it was pretty cool. And then I learned about... AWCY, because I saw Mr. Snow go live. Uh, don't even know how I found Mr. Snow, but he was going live playing the video game, and I was like, oh, this is this is cool, this whole community around it and everything, so uh, yeah, jumped in. That was almost a year ago, I think. I think it's a year ago in June. June 3rd is a year. Yeah, so that's really cool. I, yeah, I started 3D printing like random crap before anybody was printing guns. <laughs> I think that's how everyone kind of does it. Yeah. I, I think that's how I started. I just started printing things just to learn. And then as you start building those skills up and you start learning the limits of the printer, you just start expanding into into things. And, you know, you start working on those 3D printed guns. And then it's like, you know, how do you make the surface a little bit smoother where the bridging is and stuff like that? And it's just... It because it, it it just starts consuming you. Yeah, printing is a whole nother world, um, just as complicated as designing is. You know, I've spent most of my time perf- trying to perfect designing, um, and I've kind of just like, ah, oh, print's good enough. My prints aren't terrible, but uh, you know, I don't spend too much time on that. Yeah, I used to do three D printing, and then I would. This is like before before I started printing guns. This was like 10 years ago, and I would soak it in acetone. Oh, to smooth it out? Yeah. Nice. Um, but then I haven't really done that in like 10 years. So MEK does the trick too. It actually works better than acetone. The problem is that it gives you like a like a hazy finish on the surface. Yeah. I, I just used acetone because that was like the easiest thing well, to get. 
It's not a hazy finish. It's just anti-reflective. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> that way, that way, you don't give away your position, right? Yeah, that's smart. it's 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 that way on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So there is a bill that will make it a law that 3D printed guns would have to be serialized. How do you think they can enforce that? You can't. That was for zip, James. Um, I mean, enforcing it. There's no. There's not really any way. I mean, they don't know what to do at home. And that yeah. just comes down to like the honor system. You know, if you're gonna do that shit or not. Okay. Now here's my next question: Do you think they understand what 3D printing is? To an extent, yes. Probably, you know, barely scratching the surface. Yeah, uh, some I talked to somebody and they thought that you could 3D print everything. Like if you would go to print an AR, you would print out everything. Like our Glock, they they thought that you would print out the barrel and slide. That's <laughs> not exactly how it works. And and I honestly think that is something that is. Uh, intentional that the anti-gunners push yeah like the ignorance but i guess it's also on us to try to spread the knowledge to the people that don't want us to do it and realize like you know it's not as easy as people think you can't get a 30 minute block yeah so how do we spread the knowledge how do we get people to listen and realize what 3d printing firearms is all about i think uh i think it's just going to happen naturally by everyone just continuing to do what they're doing the community continues to grow every single day and, you know, just word of mouth. It's word of mouth. So you print on an Ender? Yeah, I have four V2s, and I just got a, a 5 Plus that needs to be completely redone. Um, well, that 5 Plus is nice, a big bib build area. Oh, yeah, I have no room for it, but I'm going to justify yeah, 3D printing is very cheap. Like Micro Center, they had a deal. I think it expired on May seventh, where you get one for like ninety nine dollars for Ender three. Yeah, that's not bad. I was actually looking at maybe selling the V twos and getting the S one, just because it's supposedly like out of the box, ready for nylon. Yeah, because with the V twos, you have to change uh, the nozzle and everything. Yeah, you do the hot end and everything. I I did all mm-hmm. that in one of mine, and it's just. It's not. It's not great. You know, it's not a proof. Yeah. So, are you printing one of the augs? I have two aug kits. Um, I started it and then had some shit come up, real life shit, and then I got kind of carried away with the uh, Arc 2.0. And I think um, development always takes priority over printing other people's designs. You know, there's enough testers out there. We just need more developers. Yeah, I, I think we're going to be seeing more developers come in. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. We need a better ratio of developers to testers. Yeah, well, it's a lot easier to test. It's a lot easier to test than to develop. It is, but I tell people all the time it's not hard to design guns. It's really not. I mean, I had no background experience in firearms. I had no background experience in 3D printing, CAD design, nothing, and within six months of downloading Fusion, free, the free version, uh, I had the ARC. Yeah, that's How really cool. How many hours do you think you have into the ARC, just on design? Uh, the ARC, I, it took me like two and a half months, maybe three months from like planning to finish. So, I don't know, average maybe like five hours a day on CAD. Math. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a it's amazing you come out with something just a couple of months, just using a free version of CAD, um, a little bit of time to learn it. And then all of a sudden you've got, you know, a really amazing design. And like you said, you know, you, you focused on the AR9, which kind of people overlooked. But, um, you know, a lot of people use those AR9s for like truck guns. I mean, you yeah. kind of made the 3D printed truck gun. If it's nylon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to leave it out <laughs> in, the, uh, in the summer. 
Yeah. Man, yeah. A, um, a, a very droopy gun after uh, summer. Yeah, you shoot round corners. Dale D. After Dark wants to know if you know his true identity. Is that true? I do not know DLD's true identity. He remains anonymous. I know it. I'm a. If he doesn't, <laughs> if he doesn't uh, Bitcoin me a Bitcoin, I'll let it go, let it out. I'm wondering. Ron Wayne wants to know if I have an arc. I have not printed an arc. Uh, Flying Rich has. I've just been busy with other stuff, fighting the ATF. Flying rich, <laughs> it takes up a lot of time. If you, trust me. So oh. one thing about uh, printing an arc is there is something called the arc curse. Uh, it is very real. We don't know why, uh, but uh, there's some weird things that happen when you print an arc, and it's unexplainable. Uh, you'll have perfect printers, and they'll just go haywire. Uh, I had, like I said, four V twos, and when I was doing the original printing for the arc. Uh, three of them got nozzle clogs on the same night when I went to sleep. And it's just weird. Yeah, weird stuff. People having like complete layer shifts, just things that are like out of the norm for, you know, like uh, experienced uh, alpha testers. Wow. And it's still going, you know, people are still having a problem. And it's, it's a big print, you know, it's like a, a roll and a half. Um, so, you know, if you're going to do it, just know what you're getting yourself into. Maybe buy an extra roll and uh, just buff down. Yeah, because it takes hours. Yeah, the if you have one printer, and I mean, obviously, time is is a you know it changes with your with your print speeds and whatnot. But I think it takes like five days to print an art. Yeah, that, that, that's insane. Yeah, it's big. It's, it's all plastic. That's a, that's a big commitment. Yeah, but it's it's worth it. It's so fun, and now there's all these new calibers and. Everything you can choose from, different mags. Now, were you surprised when, uh, like, the arc took off like it did? Extremely surprised, and I'm still to this day, like, not realizing how popular it got. Um, it's just weird, like, being on your show talking about the arc, you know? It's just like, I, um, I, w- I was a nobody right before. I'm still a nobody, but, like, it's different. I think it's probably, if not the most popular, one of the most popular uh, uh, 3D printed firearms. Uh, from my perspective, I see like FGC9 and the KC9, like you know, up there, um, and for you know different reasons. Yeah, I mean, I think the uh, the uh, FGC9 is because of the G Stark. Yeah, and also you know what it was designed for. Um, the purpose of it. Yeah. You know, it was designed by Jay Stark to defeat gun control in Europe, basically. Um, I will hold off a comment on that one. <laughs> uh, I, I, you probably don't. Uh, and I already know. Yeah, I don't take sides. I am as neutral as it gets. I think that's why DLD says zip for president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I already know. <laughs> but, uh, we had that debate on the show with Kron. Oh, man. That was probably heated. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was a discussion between him and P80 Ralph. That sounds heated. <laughs> yeah, no, P80 Ralph made a comment, and uh, Kron <laughs> just happened to be in the audience. He goes by Xander in the audience. Yeah. So... He goes, hey, Rich, let, let me on the show. And uh, so Rich was like, okay. He didn't, at the time, Rich, I, I love Rich, but he didn't realize that Xander and Kron was the same person. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That was probably interesting. I have to look back and try to find that one. That was kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. That was really fun. So, with all the regulations coming down, do you think that there's anything that they can do to stop 3D printing? No. Um, You know, especially as, like you said, more developers start coming in. Uh, We have more resources. I like to call it in-house, you know, within our community. We don't have to rely on, you know, uh, big-name companies to get parts from. And especially with, like, 
ECMing barrels. And I know in AWCY, we have people that make barrels. Uh, that's kind of like our only issue, really, is bolts and barrels. We can make basically everything else. And if, you know, printed, rifle caliber, upper receiver, if we can pull that off, then that's it. That's like the last, you know, the last uh, barrier that we have to pass. That, that's really cool. So how did you get involved with uh, Are We Cool Yet? Uh, so I, actually, I, before I was in Are We Cool Yet, I was in uh, Black Lotus Coalition, which before that they were named Big Igloo. Um, and then I saw, like I said, the live stream of Mr. Snow playing the game. I looked up Are We Cool Yet and saw they had just, I think they had just released the, the Evo. I was like, yo, this thing is so cool. Like, you know, we're not really doing anything like that over in Black Lotus. And uh, so, yeah, I, I ended up getting in the lobby. Uh, at that time, I had already designed the router jig for the 80%, the AR 80%. Uh, so I was posting that in the lobby, you know, just like, hey, if you guys, you know, I made this. I wasn't involved in the community, so I didn't know who to give the file to. And I was just posting in the lobby, like, hey, I made this, dropping the, you know, the zip file and the pictures of it and everything. And Zero Fox, I don't know if you guys are familiar with him. Yeah. Uh, he saw me posting in the lobby, and he was he messaged me separately. He's like, "Hey, you know, do you want to be in the group?" And I was like, "What do you mean? I am in the group." <laughs> and he's like, "No, this is just the lobby." And uh, so we talked for a little while. I got the interview sponsored me, and uh, eventually I got in. And that's kind of almost a year. I heard the interview process is insane. Like it's really intense. No, not at all. Um, we're just trying to. It's, it's over like a three-day period just so that people can chime in and you know, ask whatever questions they want to ask because not everyone's sitting on their phone. Um, and it's just people want to see, you know, who you are, what you do, what you have to contribute. You know, if you strictly want to be a tester, if you're a developer, if you just have fucking crazy ideas and don't do anything with them, uh, all those are welcome. You know, as long as you're not a shitty person, uh, you're welcome into AWCY. All right. Then I must have been told wrong then. Yeah, most likely, because it's, I would say, like, 90% of the interview is bullshit. Like, situational questions that are just ridiculous. All right. Do they test your cat skills at all? No, not at all. Uh, you don't need to be the best developer. You don't need to be the best tester. Um, but if you have something to contribute for, you know, the end game the goals of the group, which is basically just getting more guns out there to people, um, then you're in. All right. Well, here's a question for you then. Why is there animosity between groups? I don't know. Uh, There's more things I don't want to say because I don't want to get involved. Um, But it's just old heads with different point of views and holding grudges. You know, I think as more people come into the community that don't give a shit about, you know, other people's opinions, they just want to make guns like me, uh, then I think all that's going to eventually go away. No, well, that's cool. So I'm actually, my, my goal was, I don't know if I'm still going to try to do this, but to release a design under, you know, each of the four most popular groups. Oh, really? To try to, like, get everyone to realize it doesn't matter what group you're in. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Um, I try to stay pretty neutral. Yeah, that's, that's a safe bet. I mean, it's, that's the whole thing is, is that everybody's mission is really the same thing, right? Is to get this stuff open source, get people involved, get people shooting, get people printing. Um, and it, it would be nice if the groups would stop kind of bickering with each other, right? Because it, it's all the same thing. We all have the same goal in mind, just kind of get together. I mean, um, it'd be nice if they almost made it like a competition more than animosity, right? Yeah. Um, I think there are some pros to having groups. Like you said, it's a friendly competition. Like, oh, you know, we want to release better designs than them. It's kind of like your Apple and Samsung kind of deal where they want to, you know, be you know, one step ahead. So I think that's the, you know, the benefit of having different groups, but uh, the rest of the shit, it's, uh, it's all childish. It's very childish. Yeah, it is. 
it definitely is. But you know, I mean, it it, it is what it is. Um, Putane Clan, if you want to come on, man, you're welcome to come on. If I don't know, do you know Putane Clan, Bob? Zip. Hmm. I've seen the name. I don't know where I've seen the name. You know, JFD Supply, right? Of course. He's like one of the big guys over there. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Putang Bob is awesome. Yeah, JFD Supply is awesome. They gave me this. I'm going to... It's not... I'm waiting on an optic. Depend on there. It's going to be a special optic. And then I'm going to put it on my um, MUP. I have several of those. I don't know. Have you messed with these at all? The no. I just, built, I just built my first block like a couple days ago. Oh, nice. You got to try one of the MUPs. Uh, they're yeah. they're six, three, 320s. And, MP320s. Yeah, and they function, the metal, so you need a drill press and everything. But the good thing is, once you get it running, it's factory reliable. And it's it's some of the hardest deal that you will ever drill. Oh my I mean, god! That, you better bring oil. That's the, make, bring oil and some sharp uh, sharp drill bits because, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then figure out how to sharpen your drill bits after you're done. But yeah, it's it's a it's stiff. So there's actually a printable jig for that. I don't know if you guys have seen that or know about it, but it has like the perfect angle hooks up to your drill bit, or your your drill bit goes in it hooks up to your drill, and it basically just. And you, Sharpens a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I've printed one or five of those. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Go go to standwithjfd.com and you can help them. We should have a decision um, on something tomorrow. You don't need a drill, drill press DLD after dark since you did it without one, but I would highly, highly recommend you use a drill press. <laughs> I heard DLD did it with a razor blade. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. <laughs> now, DLD After Dark did it with a handheld drill, and I have no idea how he got through it. I I I did one with a handheld drill just to see what it's like, and um, it's a really good shoulder workout. Yeah, there's Flying Rich out there. He should be at the airport. No, actually, how, he got an Sir, you should have airplane mode on. What are you doing? I'm surprised. Are you he's on Wi-Fi on the aircraft? <laughs> he might be because he's not supposed to land until six. So yeah, now, the squadrons in the house there. I see corn pop. A, a dark does it with variable speed Dremels. Okay, Richard um, on the ground in Milwaukee. I never thought about interesting dark. If you do it with the little Dremel drill press thing, that'd be interesting to see. That definitely would be interesting to see. Are you guys Mac guys? By the way, are we what Mac guys? You like Mac like, computers? Oh, computers! They don't want to No, I. Um, I only have four in this room. Okay, I got a question for you. I'm trying to install. I guess it doesn't matter anymore because I just bought an Elgato uh, HDMI capture capture device capture card. But I'm I was trying to install. I got uh, the new M1 Mac, and uh, for some reason the Canon web uh, webcam you. Ut- webcam utility won't install on there. There are because I have uh, the computer I do most of my editing on. Uh, that's an M1. There, there's still some bugs with software on the M1. Some um, you need to have software that's designed for the M1 chip. Some software will work, and some will just not go at all so you just need to be careful that what you're installing is m1 capable yeah i don't think it is because uh but yeah that's and what what software are you running 
Uh, well, it? it's the it was a Canon webcam utility. It okay. lets you use your DSLR as a webcam. So I'm running um, Cam Studio and a cell phone. All right. Oh, I just bought a Elgato capture card. So, my I, I yeah, I'm not one for cell phones as webcams. That looks good. It just they get a little warm. Yeah. Hey, so uh, someone in the comments, Frag Out Design Studios, they asked if we use three D scanners in the printing community. Um, to answer that, the thing about three D scanners, at least to my knowledge, is they're not perfect. You know, you're not going to be dimensionally accurate on whatever you're scanning. And the other issue, at least on my end, is your end result, whatever you're exporting, is an STL. And for me, at least, I design with step files. So in the solid workspace, STLs and mesh workspace. And to try to convert the mesh to the solid, uh, most computers can't do it if it's too complicated. And you also lose dimensional accuracy for a second time when you convert. So you lose the first time when scanning and the second time when converting. Um, so for firearms, I would say the technology is not there yet. But I could be wrong. You know, there's some good uh, equipment out there. Yeah, uh, for I got designs, he does some crazy designs with his laser. He does like uh, a lot of. Let me just bring up some of the stuff. I'm I'm a huge huge fan. I don't know if you've ever seen some of Frag Out design stuff. I have not. Oh, it's it, got some cool stuff. I mean, it's a freaking amazing. Some of the stuff he does, like, uh, I'll, let me show you. Like one of my favorites, he designs it all, and then uh, he uses a laser to do it. Let me show you this. This is awesome. Uh, this is not going to be too exciting for the people on the audio only on the Firearms Radio Network, but too bad. This is an AR. Uh, Frag out design on Instagram if you are listening. Check out that AR. Oh, I got to put it up on the screen, I guess. And I probably need to take that down. All right, check out that AR. Damn. Let me see if I can get a full screen on this. That is a badass. So that's that's what engraved. Yep. That's insane. Yep. His AK work, and then he does that. Does all the designs himself. Holy shit. That's some yeah, of the best work I've ever seen. Yeah. He's got some mad skills. Let's see here. Like, some of the designs is just... One day... I'm going to have him design something for me because check this out. Nice Derringer. That's beautiful. So, yeah, that, that's really awesome. a lot of detail oh yeah you have his glocks here yeah it's some of the it's it is literally some of the best work i've ever seen yeah someone asked if it was hydro dip that's amazing it's so good that it looks hydro dip yeah it that that's exactly yeah. what i'm <laughs> That is exactly true. A lot of people think that it's hydrodipped or whatever, and it's not. It's just, he's just that good. And the best part is that, you know, it's all textured too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's been learning a lot of scroll work. I was talking to him, and he's like, uh, he's like, when, when, when I get good enough, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, when you get good enough. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm like, 
<laughs> looks pretty yeah, damn so good fast. to me. Yeah, that guy's got skills he's probably lost that I'll never have. Yeah, that is just amazing, amazing work. So I always show this work on here. Um, I like to highlight the work of the people in the community, in my community. If I think, yeah, absolutely, and it sends you know all of us their way. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just really awesome. So uh, Jason's been three D printing for a while now, right? Uh. Uh, four years still, I think. Yeah, I think it's been about four years now. Yeah. So, when are you coming out with your arc rival? When am I coming out with an arc rival? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I get I get lost in CAD. <laughs> I, I I I don't say I get lost. I get frustrated and and st- and quit. Um, but and the other thing is. One thing I saw with the arc is, you know, with that full plastic, I my testing of any of my guns would be like, <laughs> you can, is it going to blow up? You can <laughs> rig it up like Rich. Yeah, the first time I shot the arc, uh, I had it on a bench vise and a long ass string, and I was like standing around like a pole, and I'm pulling it like at a ninety, so I was standing right behind it, and uh, no, it was surprisingly good. That's uh, Splits called David. It's it's frag out design on Instagram. If you can go to Instagram, you can check out his stuff. But yeah, Hoffman Tactical. You know Hoffman Tactical. Of course. Uh, he says Rick. Rich says he needs to print an arc. An arc. And Rich has been saying that I need to print an arc. I just don't have the time. It's a lot of work to put into it. It is. Um, I'm actually excited if Hoffman does make one. I would really like to see what he takes from it. Hey, you know, probably. I, I look up to Hoffman a lot in this community. Um, you know, I, I think that he might make something good just from building that. Yeah, Hoffman's a young kid, but he has some mad skills. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You're the future, see, we gotta, Hoffman. We got to get him young like that, though, right? Get him young, get him working on this stuff. Yeah, I think. The next generation of designers and everything are, is going to be insane. Yeah, especially since they have so much foundation to build off of, you know? I mean, if you think about it, we could be looking at the modern-day John Brownings right now, just in 3D printing, you know? Yeah, that could be. crazy. Crazy Hoffman, I think he just called you the modern modern day John Browning, or he could be talking about Invader Zip. I wouldn't say it's it's me, no. And let's talk about your name, Invader Zip. So uh, I couldn't think of a name for a long time, and uh, everything we download is zip files, and we make zip guns, and I like space and whatever. So oh, you know, Zim Zip, like Invader Zim. Yeah, Invader Zim. Yeah, my, so it's Invader Zip. I before I got married, my roommate, her son, used to love Invader Zim. So I tried to, uh, I tried to watch it because I I watched it when I was like really little. And, uh, oh my I tried god! To watch it again, it was horrible. Don't 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 terrible. say you used to watch it when you were really little. Yeah, so I'm I'm young. Yeah. Yeah, Jason and I kind of. Yeah, I'm, I'm young. So, um, I don't know if I have you or not, John, on age, but we're, I know we're, I know the two of us are close. I'm 46. I got you. I just turned 50. Oh, wow. Well. be both of your sons. You could be. Shut up. Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, Zip had to go. <laughs> just joking, man. <laughs> I'm surprised John hasn't done that to me yet. But I've, I've been I've been playing kind of nice. No, no, you didn't say that you were young enough to be my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. How old are you, Zip? I'm 26. Oh, wow, God. damn! I I was 26 once. God, I'm <laughs> twice your age. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Starting not as young, but 
fairly young. My, my marriage is almost as old as you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep, 26. I don't feel 26 though. Uh, married six years, have two kids. Wow, you got married young. Yeah. Hey, dude. Why'd you get married so young? Why? Yeah. I don't know. You just, uh, you found you the right follow, person. Yeah, you got to follow your heart, you know? But does she shoot? She's getting into it uh, for the most of this past year that I've been in it. She thought everything that I did was illegal. Uh, she's from Columbia. She moved here when she was like 15. So she, uh, you know, in Columbia, you can't have guns or anything. Um, finally, starting to teach her you know, what we do is not illegal. And the reason why, and she's starting to uh, support it. Finally got her to carry. warm up to it. Yeah, I finally got her to carry. Got her concealed. Um, so, yeah, no, it's awesome. It's getting better. Morning star, follow your heart and get a prenup. <laughs> <laughs> and Corn Pop called her a, a spicy senorita. She is a spicy senorita. How'd you meet her? In high school. High school. Yeah, met her and she didn't speak any English. Did you uh, speak was, Spanish? No. So it was really fun. How'd you communicate? <laughs> Google Translate. Cool. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's why it was it was really exciting, you know, it was just something really different. And now I mean you never know. She's completely fluent. Oh. I, yeah, that must really have been cool. an interesting first date. Yeah, it was. You know, I in high school, you know. Go up to like in the lunchroom, ask her for her phone number, and she's like, "No English." I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> what do you do now? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I held up my phone. Are you sitting there? Like, number? Are you, were you sitting there going, "Does she really not speak English, or is she just not into me?" Oh no, she had a really heavy accent. Like you could tell, she just came from Columbia. <laughs> were you like El Numero? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's what I did. <laughs> No, it was it was really fun, you know. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I married a uh, Italian. So did I. Yeah. Well, an American South Philly. I I married a South Philly Italian. Oh, okay. No, no, my wife's first language was Italian, but she speaks uh, English like without an accent, and she speaks Italian without an accent. So it's very very confusing for the people when we go to Italy. Because she'll be speaking Italian, and they and she like, oh yeah, you know, you must live here, and they always think that she's like a tour guide, <laughs> and then she switches back to English, and it just blows their mind. She would be the most overqualified tour guide in history in in Italy. It's a tour tour guide and a uh, and a uh, um, you know and a surgery at the same time. Yeah, well. Her cousin, Italy's so bad right now that her cousin has a PhD in cleaning houses. That's how bad the economy is in Italy. Uh, sorry, I'm just like reading through a bunch of comments. Oh, well, uh, they're, they're saying Caliente, they're talking about like Latin, Latino women. Yeah, actually, we're Latina, that, right? Yeah, Latina. Uh, before that dark asked, how many types of magazines can the ARC 1.0 fit? So I have the picture pulled up because I can never fucking remember. There's so many options. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to name them. There's Evo, MP5, Sten, Colt, the Suomi drums. Someone's working, someone I don't even know, is working on getting sticks to fit too. Glock uh, mags, of course. PPS 43 mags, Bitgaz mags, uh, making armory mags, the printable Scarpian mags. And M3 grease gun mags. And there's six calibers 22, 9, uh, 40, 45, 10 millimeter, and 762 Tokyo. Nice. Oh, everyone here has to say hi to Dark's daughter, Letty. So, hi, Letty. Hi, Letty. Hi, Letty. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe Dark lets his daughter listen to the show. She's going to be building guns by the time she's like 12. As I said, we got to get them hooked early. Exactly. Yeah, start on with the PAD or something. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, I had my uh, I had my sons help me build a P eighty, and they're like nine and 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 five. That's awesome. Oh, watch out! You might you might get uh you might get a visit, a visit from Child Protective Services. No, no, no. They they were just you know sanding and drilling. I was just you know I well you know they, they were not doing anything illegal. They were just like well, sanding it's not illegal anyway, stuff. So I'm just I was just thinking you know you got these people who. Through, uh, post pictures of their kids at shooting ranges, and all of a sudden, Child and Protective Services shows up to ask them why the kid's handling a gun. Yeah, I, I did a story on a kid, and I actually talked to the kid and his parents. Uh, his mom posted pictures of him and his dad and the mom. This was like two, three years ago, in a shooting range, and then they suspended him for being in a picture. Yeah, at a shooting range with his family. Like, it's really? just crazy. It's like they, they can't handle it at all. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Now Biden said, here's Tom Biden's no comments nine on nine millimeters. I haven't heard it. I he said, to listen to him talk. He, he said nine millimeters. You know, we need to ban high caliber weapons like nine millimeters because it blows the lungs out of the body if someone gets hit by it. What, what cracks me up about that is he's big on shotguns. <laughs> shotguns going to do. Shotguns going to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, but but he says shoot him in the leg. So, um, but yeah, it's like, do you even understand? I mean, okay, you go buy nine, you know, ban nine millimeters. Let me throw a one ounce slug down my twelve gauge and see what that thing does. I mean, when that thing hits, it starts liquefying things. He's an idiot. I think you know somebody did. He's your did, neighbor. At my, at my Delaware house, yeah, he was up there on Friday. Is he wandering the streets trying to figure out where he lived? No, no, he, he <laughs> doesn't really leave his compound. He'll send like the secret service out to like get pizza or whatever. But yeah, Just he, think they got to pay for secret service. At his Wilmington house and his beach house. So how much is that costing just to rent them a place? Well, the Secret Service is there around the clock even when he's not. Yeah. So it's not like they go away. They're always there. But, I mean, seriously, you're, you're talking about some pretty expensive real estate both places. Yeah. It's not cheap. No, I used to live in Delaware. I know where he, I know where he lives. <laughs> um, I'm not sure about Wilmington, but his Rehoboth yeah, Wilmington place. place is not cheap. He's not. He's not in a. Trust me, he's he's not in the downtown section that we used to tell the UPS drivers to get out of it. You know, when it gets dark. I stayed in Wilmington because we were picking like at one time, but we were picking just a, like a, like a place halfway between New York and here. Like, oh, Wilmington. So it sounds okay. <laughs> and it was in the bad part. Well, it could have been worse. It could have been in Newcastle. Yeah, my wife's like, uh, you know, my wife is not anti-gun, but she's like, yeah, you know, I don't want to carry a gun, whatever. You know, I don't, I don't see it's nece- necessary. And then we're in Wilmington, and she looks at me, and she goes, you got your gun on you, right? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of ghetto there, man. Why? Why no, honey? That would be illegal in this state. No, I mean, no, I can legally carry in Delaware. You can't. I can't. It, with my concealed carry permit, they don't recognize it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Virginia has reciprocity with Delaware. Yeah, I think. I think what happened was um, between Montana and Delaware, there was a little pissing match about gun laws, and <laughs> Delaware just says, "Screw you." And Montana goes, "Well, screw you back." Uh, interesting. And it, the process to get a concealed carry permit in Delaware is retarded, too. Yeah. I mean, getting the whole thing of putting an ad in the newspaper that you have applied for a concealed deadly weapon, and this is the court date 
that I get to go stand before the judge. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just don't understand the people that are just don't get a Florida. Yeah, true. Or Utah. I think or, I think Utah is valid in there. Yeah, too. Florida, Utah, Virginia. A lot easier ones to get. And you don't have to go plead your case in front of a judge, which is freaking ridiculous. It's fine. I went here in Montana. I went to the I went to the uh, sheriff's department. And my wife, you know, my wife and I have got ours together. And she goes, "Would you Would you put down for reason?" I go, "Self protection." <laughs> She's like, "Don't we have Don't we need a reason?" I go, "No. <laughs> he, can't, he can't deny us unless we uh, our background check comes back bad. There is no way he can deny us." Yeah, I think in Virginia they don't even ask you that. Yeah, for us, I think it's an old, it's just an old question that just stuck around forever. Yeah, Florida, I can't remember. I got my Florida. Uh, I don't think they asked you like why you wanted one. Just no, Florida. I'm I'm in Florida. Florida is like a joke. Yeah, I got my Florida. Big Jeff. Uh, I got my Florida, Utah, and Virginia. Um, I had a Maryland. Which How was, did you manage to pull off a Maryland Okay, permit? Okay, so someone bet me 100 bucks. I couldn't do it. And uh, you know me, Jason. I will yeah, find I a way. I don't admit it publicly, but yes, I do. So I would find a way. So what I did was I'm an NRA certified instructor, so I became a Maryland certified instructor for the, for the, Maryland, for the, like the Maryland concealed carry permit. And then I, I pleaded that I have to carry firearms to, to these places to teach. And I might get robbed. So I have a good need to do it. And then I you know, had to talk to the state police, and the state police signed off on it because I was a state police instructor. And then they granted it. But it's, it's expired. So it was a long process. It probably cost me a lot more than a hundred dollars to do it, but it was the principle. Because when, when I lived in Maryland, they're like, "Just forget. Don't even apply. You're not going to get it." Yeah, you have to, you, you have to come up with some reason. Um, also, I, and I want to. I gotta get my DC. I gotta get my DC. I just haven't had a chance. Interesting thing, DC is shall issue, but you can't carry on federal property, which kind of defeats the purpose of having a DC carry yeah, permit because you can't walk like two blocks without being federal <laughs> federal yeah. property. You have to like cross the street, go all the way around. Yeah, it's like, but but then you'll run into another federal property there. Yeah, it's it's like all the touristy areas are all federal property. And like you, it, it's it's very very hard. It, I would say it's impossible. So most people there who have a, a DC concealed carry permit break the law every day because there's no way you can walk through DC, especially where these people work at without crossing federal yeah. property. So you're in Florida. Are you anywhere near Rich? Is that I'm an hour, hour and fifteen south of him. Oh, you're in South Florida. Yeah, I'm, I'm down here. So you're near uh, uh, Locked and Loaded Latinos. I don't know where they are. Uh, they are kind of near Miami-ish. Yeah, I'm like thirty minutes from Miami. Yeah, so are they. So that's really cool. Yeah, South Florida's nice. It is. Are you one of the Florida guys or no? What do you mean? Oh, like Florida Man? Yeah. Google. No, no. <laughs> you, you, have you ever played the Florida Man game? No, there's a game? Yes. I'll show you what I mean. Okay, let me let me that pull That sounds exciting. Right? He just plays he just plays Invader Zip on his own webpage. <laughs> no, I played it like once for testing. I was playing it this morning at about three o'clock in the morning. Oh my gosh. Why were you playing? 
Okay, never, I'm not going to He was playing it for the music, right? That's right. Totally. It's for the music. All Just right. kind of missing that whole 8-bit. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's funny that the song that's on there, I guess, started trending like after the video game release. I don't think it had anything to do with it, but it was kind of funny. All right. Give me a date. Like any date. An actual. Yep, any date. Any day of the year. Like May. January 6th. No, okay, January. No, just January 6th. Okay. Florida man arrested for assaulting police officers during Capitol Breach. Florida man says. Is this the game? Yeah, Florida man says. What the fuck? Florida man says burglar broke into his house and sucked his toes. Dude, you never played this? Give me a zip. No. You give me one. December 1st. December 1st. Florida man offered to pay officer with hamburger for oral sex, okay. please say. Someone like someone planted all these dates. Someone took the time <laughs> and set all these dates up. Had to. Uh, can you give me another one? Go for it, July 4th. July 4th. Okay. Florida man pretends to be fireworks, screams noises in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's, someone put all this shit on there. All right. Give me one more. Uh, Jason. Um, October 10th. <laughs> Florida man <laughs> accused of forcing <laughs> small alligator to drink beer. <laughs> oh, man. And Zip, last one. Uh, let's do May 13th. Florida man threatened to beat code enforcement worker to to the death with tablet. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. I've never played this game. I've never heard of it. Uh, yeah, hysterical. You can pick any date, and you're going to have a Florida man story like fortune and alligator to drink beer, that's beating cool. somebody with a tablet. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Florida man. Although I'm uh, born and raised here. Okay, somebody wants to do August first, so I do that really fast, and then we'll we'll get out of here. All right. Florida man, August first. Okay, it's for it's a Florida guy carrying an alligator through a store. Florida, that doesn't surprise Florida me. man. Florida man gator goes for beer run. <laughs> yeah, that one I believe. It's it's his emotional support gator. <laughs> CNC designs that I'm not going to lie. I would drink a <laughs> drink beer with the gator. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's ridiculous. Did Crocodile Dundee do that? I have no idea. But we have been on for an hour, so we're going to get out of here. Zip, I want to thank you so much for coming on. Jason, tell everyone where they can find you. Well, I occasionally make videos about guns and stuff. Um, and when I do, I do it on YouTube. Uh, or Instagram or anything else. You can reach me on just about any social media at the Rogue Banshee. All right. And you can support the channel by going to johncrump.locals.com. We are the Firearms Radio Network. So this, the audio only will be up soon. And Zip, tell everyone where they can find you. Um, all social media is at invaderzip underscore. Uh, look for, let's see if this works. Look for this logo. And for the people that aren't watching, it's a silhouette of Invader Zim. Um, and then the website, invaderzip.com, 
play the video game in the menu. There's an option for store if you want to help support me. And you'll get a ARC hardware kit and build yourself an ARC. All right. And give us a words of wisdom to sign off by. Uh, words of wisdom. Uh, whatever you want to do, start today. Don't put it off. It's not that hard. You'll learn it. All right. 